Offscript with Super E recommends listener discretion as these real but sometimes uncensored stories can be filled with mature content. This is Offscript with Super E. I am your host, A Train, and of course, I have with me the star Super E. What's up, everybody? How's it going? How are you today, Super E? Doing good, doing good. Good, good. Have you thought uh, Have you thought of some stories to tell us today? Well, I was thinking about the investigations that your guys' unit did, and I was always interested in these, and I always wanted to do one, but I never got a chance, was the murder for hire investigations you guys did. And uh-huh. I remember the one that you did was very interesting because it had a twist at the end. Oh um, yes, that was very yeah, it was that was very intriguing. But unfortunately, wasn't able to follow up on it. But I think this is something that I think the people would be interested in. So you want old A Train to tell a story? A Train, tell us a story of your murder for hire. Well, I can do. I'll do that for you, Super E. Um. So okay, so uh, you know, I was in homicide for a while, and then I. Got this, uh, took a new position with, it was under organized crime, and uh, we did uh, undercover stuff. We did a lot of different stuff in that unit. Um, We did, like, organized theft rings and um, fencing operations. We did a lot of surveillance. And then uh, we also were responsible for any murder-for-hire cases that came in. And... uh, so, yeah, so, you know, we usually got two or three of those a year, maybe. Um, right. So this case came up, and it was my turn in the rotation to, you know, take care of it. Um, so what happened was um, there was this guy. He worked uh, He worked at a tow lot here in town, and uh, he worked with a guy that, you know, over the course of several months, this guy just was talking to him about how much he hated his wife and— how he just wished she'd disappear and just was always bitching about her. And uh, so finally one day, this, this co-worker, who was kind of a, a little shady guy, I think the uh, the suspect knew it, and I think that's why he was talking to him about it. And he said, you know, he goes, I really just wish she would just die. And, uh, you know, he asked this dude, he goes, you're kind of shady, you know, would... would uh, <laughs> Would you or would you know somebody that might just kill my wife and just get her out of the picture? And uh, this coworker of his, you know, he got a little nervous. You know, he's like, man, this guy's talking about wanting to, ki- you know, have his wife killed. Right. So he he came to, you know, he called the police and they, you know, ended up sending him to us. And, uh, and that's usually how these kind of cases, somebody will hear something like this and get scared and tell the police. So anyway, I, I met with this, with this coworker and, and we talked and, um, he, he was like, listen, he goes, I'm really afraid this guy, if we don't do something, he is going to find somebody to kill his wife. And I'm like, well, let's see if we can, you know, get something going. So this coworker talked to this, this guy, you know, and said, Hey, you know, you'd ask me about that. He goes, I do. I got this cousin of mine uh his name's billy he lives down in kentucky he is you know totally desperate for money he says he'll take care of that job for you so 
the guy's like, okay, well, let's meet Billy. I want to talk to him. So, now, was, now, do you think, was the suspect ever leery of talking to this co-worker about this, or was he like, this co-worker is so shady that I'm completely yeah. confident? Well, I mean, I think it, you know, it progressed over a period of time. You know, he okay. he just kind of was feeling this guy out, and then I think just, you know, got to the point, hey, this guy, he he's he's so crooked, maybe he, he would do this, you know. Okay. All so right. I think he just got comfortable with him. So, okay. um, so anyway, so the, this coworker says, you know, Hey, I got my cousin, Billy, he, he wants to talk to you. So we set up this deal and, uh, I, uh, had to, the coworker was with me and, and, uh, I had my, had a pickup truck and we had it, uh, you know, wired and we had cameras in there, hidden cameras. And, uh, so we made an arrangement to go, you know, pick this guy up and, and we were going to talk. So, I rolled up to this guy's house and he got in the pickup truck and uh you know let me let me say this first um or super e so uh <laughs> people people think you know well a train you really don't look like a hit man i mean you know you just don't have that persona and i'm like well what's a hit man look like right. uh does, does he look like some mercenary guy or is he just some pathetic loser that would do anything for money and uh, I went with the latter. And I know it's hard for you to believe, but I projected myself as <laughs> B- Billy, the loser from Kentucky, who would do anything for money. So uh, I know that's a hard image for oh, you yeah, to get that, in your head. Uh, that's, that's a far reach, yes. It is. But I would, I would just kind of give you that little backstory. So anyway, so I picked this guy up, and he gets in the car, and, and we just start driving around and um you know we're kind of just talking oh kind of feeling you know each other out he's me questions and this and that and did, did you feel like he was uh giving you the cock test you think he was seeing if you're the real deal or not i mean yeah he i mean a little bit you know he was just um he, you know a little leery of course you're gonna meet with somebody and ask him to kill your wife you're gonna kind of feel him out a little bit and uh right. But I guess I portrayed myself uh, as a pathetic loser enough that... Again, a, a far reach. Right. It disarmed him, you know, a little bit. And, and he's like, well, okay, this guy really is, you know, a loser and probably will do anything for money. So, so I, you know, I think I was successful in that. And, and again, it was quite a reach for me. But... Uh, <laughs> So we get to talking, we're driving around, we're talking. I mean, we drove around for a while. And, uh, you know, finally, you know, the the subject came up. I'm like, hey, you know, this guy's telling me you need a job done. And then uh, he's like, well, yeah. He goes, I do. Uh, I'm I'm just getting so sick and tired of my bitch wife (laughs) that I just want her gone. And so, you know. I'm like, well, what do you mean by gone? What What are you talking about? He goes, well, I really want somebody to kill her. And then uh, he just kind of, you know, looks at me, you know, is that something you do? And I'm like, well, yeah, the price is right. I guess I could do that. Um, we get talking more and, you know, he uh, starts telling me some details about her and her routine and 
just you know what she does and um you know i said well yeah okay and you know how how what are you gonna pay and and he he told me fifteen hundred dollars and doesn't sound like a lot of money but for no, a lo- it sounds kind of low for a loser like billy he's gonna take whatever that guy was gonna offer probably um so yeah so i'm like okay yeah i'll do it and um so so we agreed on this the guy you know and i made him say it several times you know what elements did you need him to say so you know it takes okay so obviously you know i made him tell me several times i want you to kill my wife and then we agreed upon how much he was going to pay me to kill his wife and we talked about that several times and um so i told him yeah okay i'll do it you know and uh he he starts giving me specifics about his wife and you know where she works and um how every morning before work she takes a bath at five o'clock in the morning every morning and he you know he's like this is what i want you to do while she's taking her bath and you know he was going to be at work because he worked nights and I want you to drown her in the tub to make it look like an accident, like an accidental drowning. Correct. And so, you know, Billy, being as sophisticated as he is, he says, well, you know, yeah, I could do that. That sounds kind of elaborate. I, I kind of thought I'd just pull up next to her in a car and just blow her head off. <laughs> he's like, well, no, I want this to look like an accident. And I'm like... Okay, all right, well, and and so he described his wife, and he kind of described her as kind of a fireplug, stocky kind of right. lady, and so I tell him, you know, a reservation, I'm like, listen, uh, I, I think I can do that, but boy, if she puts up a struggle, and, and he was real, real adamant about not leaving, like, bruises and marks on her, and I'm like, well, that might be kind of tough. She's going to fight me back. Um, you know, loser Billy here. I, I don't know if I can handle, you know, I hope I can handle her. And uh, so he's like, well, that's that's how I want it done. So Billy says, okay, I'll do it. Sure. Yeah, you know, this and that. So now, well, I got a question right there uh-huh. with that conversation. Would you have enough for a search warrant or was there not, was, is there another piece of evidence you need yeah, no, to that, get an arrest warrant? I'm sorry, arrest warrant. Yeah, no, that's not that's not enough. You have okay. to get then, you know, conversation isn't enough. You have to get that a substantial step, okay? Okay. And a lot of times that would be in these, you know, the person, you know, handing you the money, um, maybe providing the weapon, um, giving you pictures or maps or, you know, here's the house, you know, whatever, a picture of the person, you know, that he wants killed. So it takes conversation and substantial step. Okay. So right. we've had that initial conversation and, uh, you know, it's like, okay, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll kill your wife for $1,500. He's like, all right. He goes, I just want her gone. And I'm like, okay. So anyway, so I take him back home. He's had a truck. So that, that's the initial conversation. So subsequently, you know, we have, several more conversations um he's getting more and more specific he uh he's telling me things you know 
Final and that's just bu- that's building your evidence to make a successful conviction. It's exactly a successful case. Okay, exactly. So you know he's giving me those specifics again. Five o'clock every morning in the bath. I want you to catch you drown or you know this and that. Um, he provided me um, uh, address, map to the house. Um, you know all those specific things that that I needed for that substantial step. And uh, right. So. Anyway, so, you know, again, I subsequent conversations. I mean, we talked about it, you know, quite a bit. And uh, so it ended up, um, you know, I went to the prosecutor, presented the evidence, and uh, and they were like, yeah, okay, yeah, I think we better do something, or he, you know, he is going to find somebody to kill his wife. So uh, they ended up giving me, a, you know, warrant for um, – uh, conspiracy to commit murder and um so again he works at a tow lot so um we arranged there were a couple undercover detectives had him call in a fake tow you know like their car was broken down we right. knew we knew he was working and uh so they sent him to tow their car so as he's there you know, getting towing the car, um, we had the SWAT guys roll up behind him in the uh, their their SWAT van, and we had SWAT because this guy always carried a gun. Okay. Okay. And uh, so we, you know, just didn't want anything to go wrong. So they pull up and they uh, get out. We we were watching this from across the street with binoculars. It was kind of entertaining. Uh, <laughs> so. He started when these SWAT guys came up. He started to get a little squirrely, and they immediately shut him down. I mean, yeah, they they took care of him. So, um, so he got arrested on that on that warrant for conspiracy to commit murder, and uh, so he went down. And um, then, super, something happened that really I've never seen before in my career. Um, What's that? I think it was two days later after he got arrested, he called the media to to come down to the jail because he wanted to give an interview. So Really? That yeah. is strange. So they went in there and he got on the news and and said, Honey, I'm so sorry. I I'm sorry I hired that man to kill you. I love you. No, he did. Uh yeah, he did. He sure did. <laughs> So, uh, so that was, uh, a little unusual. Um, hadn't had that one happen before. So then within two weeks, I got a call from the prosecutor. He had signed a plea deal. He, really? That fast? Two weeks. You ever had that happen before, Super E? Oh, uh, just one time that I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. That's very rare. Yeah. So, uh, two weeks he signed a plea deal. 30 years conspiracy oh, to commit murder um and and yeah <laughs> that was it so i think he felt bad for uh-huh. <laughs> for trying to have his wife killed that was that's what i think what do you think i think so now didn't didn't they come didn't they have some more information on this guy you was telling me about where another situation happened that he wanted you to do that happened to 
one of his relatives yes yes so the, oh, there's a third unusual part of this yeah so what was that as it, a, after all this um <clears throat> we had discovered then in some subsequent information or investigation that a couple years prior i so he and his wife had a uh, adult disabled daughter that lived with right. him okay and uh-huh. the we discovered that a few years prior uh his disabled daughter had died there in the house okay uh-huh and it turned out guess how she died super e how's that she drowned in the bathtub you know that's too much of a coincidence who yeah. i don't care if he's disabled or what you don't just drown yeah. in the bathtub so you know that death initially was uh, listed as a you know uh, an accidental death um so we got reopened that case did and um they took another really really hard look at that case and there just wasn't enough evidence to link him to that death um it certainly made you scratch your head you know yes. that uh that that's how his daughter died and and that's how he wanted his wife to die you know so yeah unfortunately there wasn't enough then to to pin that on him but uh so well that's that's a little eerie that he wanted his wife to die the same way that his uh disabled daughter did yeah it kind of sounds like he you know he felt like i got away with it once drowning in the bathtub yeah this is how we're going to get away with it again exactly exactly just can't prove it yeah yeah, and and you know that's one of those things. Unfortunately, like when I worked homicide, you know, um, I mean there were just you know a, a few cases where you know this person did it, um, but there just isn't the evidence there to and to and charge that it. is what's that's what's frustrating for us. We know you know it's like we know this person did this or we know this person's doing this. We just can't prove it. For right. the prosecutor to be able to take it in front of a jury, exactly, and and you know the prosecutor they're they're only going to charge cases that you know they they think they can win in court, and um, right. you know that's just that's just the nature of the uh, of the business, I guess. Um, but well, yeah. I think de- I think desperate, pathetic Billy saved a woman's life. You know, Billy, you know, as pathetic as he is, I mean, he has a good heart. <laughs> he does. He means uh, well. You know, he does mean well. Yes, he was going to kill her, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. He has, like, he has a heart of gold. He does have, Billy has a heart of gold. Uh, we should we should hook him up with Vicky, the wall <laughs> <laughs> I think they'd be a great pair. Yeah, they would. An absolute great pair. Um, yeah, so... Uh, uh, yeah, so Billy did a good job on that one. Um, you know, bless his heart. Uh, I always found I always found those cases interesting that you guys did, and uh, I always want to do one, but the opportunity never arose. See, now if you'd have done this, you probably you would have did it done it a different way. You you might have been more of the badass hitman. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I'd handle it, but I think that your way went. I think it made it more believable to where, you know, you didn't come across as, you know, the stereotypical Hollywood hit man where you show up in dark shades yeah. in a suit. 
you know, you you were unbelievable that, hey, I I live in a trailer park. I'm on meth. I'm from Kentucky. It, and I we are Mountain Dew. I need money. We are not disparaging Kentucky because that's where no, my people no. are from. Yeah, yeah, that my people are too. Kentucky, <laughs> okay. we love you. That's where we're all from. Right, but it was just you know that was just yeah you know he's not from around here you yeah, know exactly but Billy's not around here and Billy needs the money so I think that's what probably made the guy go yeah. you know what I believe this guy I yeah. think this guy will do this especially when you said well I don't know if I want to do it that way because I th- I think you know if you would have said okay I'll do it this way this way this way just like you said without putting up a little bit of a fuss or quite yeah. questioning it yeah that might have made him even more suspicious because you know He's got to be on high alert because he probably watches TV Dateline where everybody who hires a hitman ends up getting locked up. It, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, so looking at Pathetic Billy, he was like, well, he can't be the police. He's so Ex- pathetic. Exactly. <laughs> that, I, I think that, uh, that was the best route to go on that one because yeah. it was successful. Yeah. Yeah. So it turned out good. It turned, right. out, it turned out good. Well, uh, thanks for telling us that, A Train. Well, no problem, Super E. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Was that was that entertaining? Yeah, I, well, it was entertaining and informative because okay. I think people are curious about that because you know this could be your next door neighbor, your like you said, or your coworker who's ready to commit homicide, and the dude was carrying a gun. He might at any time just snap and shot her himself true that is true and you know the the other thing to remember too is there are a lot of people like pathetic billy that are out there that will do anything for money yeah that that is true yeah Uh uh-huh all right well i hope you all enjoyed that um we gave uh super ease vocal cords a rest on this one (laughs) so uh we'll just come back and listen to us again we'll have we'll have something else entertaining for you all right. All right. All right. Everybody take care. Thanks, A Train. All right. See ya. See ya.